So I guess this is my first official podcast. Hello, welcome. I should know how to do this because I listen to a hell of a lot of podcasts. Oh, here comes my dog. I hear his feet coming in the down the hallway. Um, my name is Sonia. Howdy. I don't know if I should say my last name or not because I don't want someone um, to someone I don't want everybody to have access to this podcast. Does that sound weird? It does, but I don't care. So I don't want my employer to see it. I don't want my uh, husband to see it. I'll tell you why I say that that way in a minute. I don't want my children to see it, and I don't want my. Uh, I don't care who else sees it. Well, nieces and nephews, whatever. So anyway. Yeah, I'm not going to say my last name. They'll probably pick up my voice, though. I have a very distinctive voice. I sound just like my mother. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why it's necessary to growl. When I mention her, you'll put that together as time goes on. But anyway, so I had two gummies. No, I had one, two. I had a gummy and a half. I had one this morning, and then I went to work out. Well, not like gummy bears, but gummies with, um, um, what do they call it? Hemp-based medicine. Um, yes, had to one and a half of those today. And when I have those, I want to talk. but And I want to talk on a deep level, but I don't have anyone to listen to my bullshit. Especially when I'm on gummies. I mean, my daughter will, but she went out of town with her friend. And my other daughter is working until six. Daughter-in-law is not talking to me. She done cut the whole family off. I didn't do anything this time. I promise to God it was not my fault. She just sometimes gets, you know, that's mm, 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 we'll talk about her. Have to take three beats on that one. I love her, though. I really do. Um... Oh, here comes my son. I gotta be quiet because he'll know I'm doing this. Hey, where are you going? Uh, oh, okay. <sighs> the pup. Unlocked. You don't have your key? Oh my gosh! Look for your key, and I'll leave it unlocked. Um, just, well, I'll I'll just text your dad. Yeah, just text us and make sure it's unlocked. All right, love you. Bye. Okay, so now I'm home alone again. He's going to his girlfriend's house. He just moved back home after being gone for a month. We were empty nesters. That was different. Um, for like a month and a half. So he moved back home, decided he did not um, want to live with his girlfriend. They, It was a mutual decision. They, When she got her apartment, um, they talked about it and agreed that, hey, we are not going to live together. You know, we need to grow some more. We got some growing up to do. He's 23, she's 21. And so let's just, you know, continue to do things like we do. You 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 live in your apartment. I'm going to live at home with my parents or get an apartment and we'll do that. Well, she got her apartment and 
you know how niggas is. My son is a nigga. <laughs> but even even that, um, he's not, like, I can say that. I don't want nobody else saying that his girlfriend better not say that either. She's a white girl. But, um, yeah, so, Andy, and I don't know if that's just strictly um, for niggas or if that's white niggas too. Because I know some really, really, really bummy, foul, um, um, what else you want to call them, um, leech, uh, white niggas. <laughs> Not a lot of those. Uh, so anyway, I take, I kind of take back what I said about him cause it's not just him. It is definitely all men, I think. Um, and some women, some women can be niggas. <laughs> you know, some girl niggas. <laughs> I know some girl niggas, trifling girl niggas now. Ooh. But anyway, um, yeah, you know how it is when somebody get their place. You're young. You get your own place. You got a little boyfriend. He he handsome. He, My son is 6'5". He's very handsome. He's thin, um, but not bony. Does that make He's built like my husband. Um, but my husband is only six feet. Um, but they're solid. So anyway, you get your little boyfriend, you um, move into your place, your apartment. He helped her move and everything. He, my son is that kind of guy. This son, I have two sons. This son is that kind of dude. Uh, so my other son is too. He good, but he just has some issues. The army messed him up. We'll talk about that in a minute. But um, So this son helped his girl move and... Of course, he stayed the first night. They christened the apartment, um, all that good stuff. And then, you know, night two come around. I kind of like having him here. I don't have to be by myself. I'm not afraid the killer going to come in and kill me or rape me or is it because my boyfriend is here to protect me. You know, it's nice to have a man around the house, a man that's a protector around the house um, because we know Men um, can't be trusted. You know, you ain't, you ain't scared of the women who are going to break in your house and rob you or um, um, rape you or the women that come. We don't. Listen, when you imagine somebody breaking in your house or you hear a creak or something you don't recognize, what's the first thing you do? You think he he it's always a man it's never a woman you think it's a man at least me so anyway it's she was happy to have him there he was happy to be there you know he's at his girlfriend's house they're chilling whatever cooking doing the little cute little homey things and um that lasted for a while a month and a half and he was going half on the rent, which my son has never had to pay rent. Mm, mm, mm. We didn't spoil our children. We just believe that it's ridiculous um, to require, not ridiculous, nope, not ridiculous. It's um, not fair to require he uh, pay rent yet. He's not even out of college. But when he gets out of college... We give them about a year once they get out of school, and then we start requiring some rent. Yes, although I say that, but then my other daughter, 
<laughs> she's 26. She moved out, moved back in. She didn't, we didn't make her pay rent. She moved out. Ooh, that was story. That broke my heart. So she moved out too young with this dude she only knew for a month. Yep, my daughter, my, y'all should see my daughter. My daughter is knockout gorgeous. She black, okay? She mixed with black, okay? But my daughter is a head turner. Both of my daughters are head turners. My youngest daughter, she came over today. She looked like Saweetie, the rapper girl, Sweetie, but without all the makeup. My youngest daughter doesn't wear makeup. She wears her, she does her brows and her lashes, which I hate the lashes she wears. They're too, it's too much. It's doing too much. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm over all these thick spider lashes. They, they give me the, the heebie-jeebies. They make me itch. Um, I wear fake lashes, but I don't do the spider lashes. Mine are natural. Um, but I'm not 22 and popping like my daughter. So why would I wear those popping lashes? See, so that's why I'm like, you know, <laughs> those lashes aren't for everybody, especially me. I'm 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 a grandmama. And not I'm a fine grandma. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fine grandma, but I'm not that grandma to do the lashes and stuff. I'm a grandma with a husband <laughs> and a real job. <laughs> And a dog and responsibilities. <laughs> you know, I'm that kind of grandmama. So, um, oh, yeah. So he moved back home, which we were happy to have him home. My husband, especially because when the kids left, I was looking at him like, nigga, what? Why do I like you? Don't talk to me. I don't even know you. We have nothing in common. Um. I've been married to you for, let's see. Okay, so our oldest son is 31. He, um, we got married two and a half years after he was born. We dated two years before he was born. I've been with this man for 33 years, baby. So I left home as an 18-year-old, having never lived on my own having never experienced the world, having never flown on an airplane, having never um, traveled, just having never dated um, to collect data, as what's her name, um, April Mason says, having had, how many sexual partners? Let me see. I'm going to just tell it. I'm going to just tell it. Look, we all got a history. I got four kids, you know. Okay, so having had one, two and a half sexual partners, two and a half, um, having been on um, one, two, two dates with uh, the same. No, no, I take that back. What's the name? Used to take me out every week. More than, I just didn't like him, so I don't count him. Um, but yeah, I just um, left that, you know, left home. 
and ended up moving in with my boyfriend. Mind you, 18, in my opinion, is not an adult. No, you're not. I don't care what anybody says. You are not an adult at 18. But I um, left. I was escaping home, trying to get out of my mom's house because um, I just, I had, I'm the oldest and I have five younger brothers. And my younger brothers were kind of wild. Like they would do stuff that I would never do. I was a good kid, really. My brothers were doing stuff. I remember one time my brother, the one that's um, 11 months younger than me, the one who um, was in my mom belly when my dad came home from Vietnam, <laughs> expecting to marry my mom. And for us to be a happy family, I was a baby. Um, I was I was turning one. I was going to turn one. And soon, like that, I think it was like, okay, so she was eight months pregnant with my brother when my dad came home. So that means I was seven months. Uh, yeah, do I have that math? I don't know. We're 11 months apart. I'll do the math later. I'm, I'm not a math teacher. So anyway, she was eight months pregnant. My dad um, saw her, told her, I only want you to be at the airport when I land. Like I'm not, my brothers and his mom and them were in another state, but he was like, I don't care. I don't want anybody else there except you. I'm not even telling my family that I'm coming home. I'm only telling you, meet me at the airport. And as soon as I get home, we're going to get married. Now, you would think my mother <laughs> would have told this man <laughs> at some point, hey, um, yeah, I know that you know, we were supposed to get married. We have our daughter and um you were you were going off. You you left when my daughter was I think I was two months old or something. And he left and went to fight the Vietnam War, fighting the Vietnam War. He was writing her this entire time, talking about, you know, making future plans. We're getting married when I get out. And that's gonna be the, that's gonna be our family. She collected those letters. She wrote him back. Okay, yep, that's what we gonna do. My aunt, who was a prostitute, but she um, she had kids. It's it's complicated, but anyway. So my mom um, was hanging out with my aunt one day or night. And my aunt was tricking. This is my mom's side story. Now, I don't know if my mom was tricking or not. But my she said my aunt was tricking. For my uncle. <sighs> Child. Yes, I said it. Aunt was tricking for my uncle. He was her pimp. And um, my mom was there. And this guy who lived in the same apartment complex as us came to the party. That's what my mom called it. He came to the party. <laughs> and she 
hooked up with him. Bam, she's pregnant with my brother. Okay. So, my dad comes home off the plane. He sees her there, and he sees she's very pregnant. Like, she couldn't even lie. She could, If she would have been about four months, maybe she could have, you know, <laughs> lied and been like, um, I just got pregnant the day you got out. The day you got home, I got pregnant. Oops. And, oh, by the way. The baby's premature. Oh, but wait, the baby weighs six pounds or whatever. Well, he's still early. The doctor said, you know, you know how women to lie. So anyway, no, she didn't have that um, that opportunity because she was eight months pregnant. So he saw her. My dad, who would never, I couldn't even imagine him. Like, I just can't imagine, see him doing this. But my dad slapped the shit out of her. And kept walking and left her ass at the airport. She called my aunt, the one that's, that is, was a prostitute, called her and told her, come and get him. Come and get her. So she didn't talk to my dad again for 13 years, which means I didn't talk to my dad for 13 years. <laughs> yeah. So he reached out. Um, he was an alcoholic. He was, you know, I mean, I don't know what he was doing. I know he used to smoke cigarettes, and I hated that. My mom did, too. I hated cigarettes. Still hate cigarettes to this day. Um, But he would smoke these cigarettes when he would come and pick me up. It was weird because here I'm 13, living my life like it's golden, playing outside every day beating up boys in the neighborhood. Um, and I, my mom said one day, she's like, oh, your dad called. <laughs> Who? <laughs> your dad called. He wants to come and pick you up. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, what 13-year-old girl does not long for her biological father? Come on. So, but now that I look back on that, that was kind of strange for my mom to just hand me over to a stranger. Yes, he's my biological father, but I had not, I don't know him. He don't know me. She don't know him. After 13 years, you don't know a person. You haven't seen that person in 13 years. I don't care how close y'all were. Dude, a lady. Y'all don't know each other. Why are y'all passing this kid between you two? Like, uh, you have a, you know, you know his lifestyle. Thank God my dad was an upstanding dude, you know, and has never tried anything. Because I know some girls or boys um, who have been molested by their fathers. Happens all the time. And I just look at look back at that like, dang, if he was a creep, if he was a child molester, like, that would have been so easy. Because he took me to his little apartment. He fed me. We talked, got to know each other. We watched TV. He let me watch whatever I wanted. I fell asleep. And he woke me up. Time to go home. Okay. 
I go home. We did that for about um, six months. And then he introduced me to um, his girlfriend. Loved her. So we started going to her apartment. I mean, her house loved her because she was a nice lady, number one. But also, she had a daughter. I wanted a sister so bad. Oh, my God, I wanted a sister so bad. Remember I said five brothers? Yeah, five brothers from my mother. I have six brothers total. My dad had the nerve after I begged him for a sister. I told him this girl's this his girlfriend's um daughter was my sister. I told him I was like this is my sister and if you guys break up I'm going to be mad at you because you took my sister away from me. And he he laughed it off and, you know, oh, baby, this is it. And I was just like, okay. So then we find out his girlfriend was pregnant. Yes. So naturally, my sister wanted a brother because she already had me. But I wanted another sister. I was like, listen, I already have five brothers I'm trying to stack up my sister count. <laughs> so, of course, the boy, the brother, the baby was a boy. I was so mad. I was so mad. I did not want to hold him. I was just so mad. And I could not believe the universe had <laughs> disappointed me like that. So I stopped going to my dad's house. <laughs> I was... Give me some, cut me some slack, damn it. I was, what, 14, 15? I did not want to go to my dad's house because, come in here, dog. My dog is old and see now. He can barely hear. He, he has hip dysplasia. He don't know where he at most of the time. And I just let him outside. Now he's, he couldn't see to get back in. Door wide open, he couldn't see. So anyway, I was mad at my dad for, um, you know, having a son. So I decided I'm not going back over there. Well, I didn't go back over there for like three months. But then that three months, they broke up. <laughs> I was so mad. My God. So it was back to me and my dad. And now sometimes my brother. So the sister, since she wasn't my dad's biological kid, she didn't come to my dad's house. My Only my little brother did. So there goes that relationship. That relationship was gone with the sister. And, oof, I just decided, you know what? I'm done. This man is too unstable for me. I did. I, I thought this <laughs> at 14. This man is too unstable for me. And he doesn't um you know he's not good with relationships and all that so I'm done so I deep, dipped out didn't contact my dad dodged him for about a year um so then I get back in touch with my dad and start going around him again at this time he has 
a girl, new girlfriend. And uh, I could tell right away, mm-mm, mm-mm, this ain't going to work. I don't know why, but as soon as I met her, I didn't like her. Just like as soon as I met his first girlfriend, I liked her. So, okay, so second girlfriend has a daughter too. Daughter is my age. Oh, don't get so happy. Don't think, oh, good, she got her sister back. No, don't wait. Hold on. Let me tell you. Ciao. This is going to take up the whole podcast when I tell you this story. <laughs> okay, so she has a um, daughter my age. In fact, her birthday is tomorrow, I believe, April 3rd. My dad's, oh, shoot, my dad, no, somebody's birthday. I don't know, shit. My dad's birthday is on April 11th. I know that much. Um, oh, shit. So I got to send him, I got to do something. What am I going to do? I have no idea. I'll figure out. Figure it out. Oh, I might get him this cologne. No, he don't go nowhere. Even if he doesn't go anywhere, I'm sure he's someone to smell good. But, well, he does go to church. I think. I haven't talked to him in a minute. I don't know. I've been in a funk. Like, I don't. I, I'm, okay. My motto for this year is peace and love. That's it. I've been doing law of attraction trying to practice, not trying. I have been practicing that and it works. I mean, I I can't tell you how it works for me. Well, yes, I can. I can tell you exactly how, because when something is my heart's desire, I um, give, give myself permission to have that. I call it to myself. I claim it as mine. Like, I, there's no doubt. This is what I want. This is what I have. This is what I, I'm getting. And I'm so sure of that. Okay, so when doubt starts to creep in, you have to stop that thought, intercept that thought, capture it, whatever you want to do. Stop that thought and imagine yourself in the opposite, in like the, the, the thing that you want to attract. Imagine yourself there again. Go through the emotions that you will experience when you have that thing, when it manifests, okay? So you have to put it in your mind and in your spirit, in your soul, in your heart, whatever you want to call it, has to be in in there, has to like ooze out of you. Like there's no thought can come to you that it's not yours or not going to happen. Like those thoughts seem odd, weird, foreign. Like they don't even belong to me. Like those are not my thoughts about this situation. Like where am I coming up with that? That yeah. So that's and then I have to okay no because this is going to happen. It's not going to play out that way. It's going to play out this way. And I tell myself what's going to happen, and I let myself ride that wave of emotion. Man. I go through the whole gamut of emotions. Sometimes the the emotions are emotions I am experiencing off of watching um, the law of attraction work itself. 
like my gratitude for that law and, and that it's working, that's the emotion that I feel. But then I also experience the emotions I will have when my family sees these things or these um, issues or when we start to really grow. Because one of the things that I'm working on, not working on, one of the things that I am, I am very loving. I'm very loving. And I express my love. That's just it. So, excuse me, when the people I express love to, when they see me win, when they get that love pour, that abundance of love that I give to them, when they get that, my heart is so satisfied. Like those emotions, it's like so soothing to my heart when they feel loved by me. That gives me such, like that's a rush, man. Oh, and I go through that emotion and I look at how me loving them helps them flourish. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And I work, I'm, I'm, I work um, in an area that lets, allows me to practice that a lot. I, I love my job. Love it, love it, love it. Um, I, so, and, and the universe often reminds me that I attracted this job when I was age 10. I attracted the job that I am doing right now. I attracted it at age 10. I started saying, I'm doing, this is it. This is what I'm, this is it. This is what I'm going to be. This is who I'm going to be. I attracted that. I did some work too. I did, you can't, I did the work as necessary. The universe, the universe put the, did the work. Okay, let's be real. Universe did the work, which was giving me what I attracted, what I, what I called who I was, giving me that. That was the, the heavy lifting. I had to do I just had to walk the path, really. So anyway, love my job. Um, call that to myself. But my dad, all right, that's what I saw in his crazy um, second girlfriend's daughter. Try to follow that. So meet the daughter. She crazy as a bestie bug. She told me. My first time sleeping over at their house. My dad, I got drunk and came downstairs to the basement where we were chilling, watching TV. And he tells us how much he loves his wife. He proclaims his love for his uh, his girlfriend. And starts like telling us there's nothing we can do to change that. Like, what? Ain't nobody thinking about y'all. He's like, I will get, I will disown um, both of y'all for her. What? Oh, really, sir? Hmm. Nobody is, I don't know what you thought this was, but this is not that. We don't care what you and her go have going on. Like, have at it. 
that's what I wanted to say. But no, I was respectful and we just you know, like, okay. So then he goes upstairs and leads me downstairs with crazy girl. Crazy girl starts telling me. Um, she and her mom ended up in Fort Wayne because her biological dad tried to kill her. Tried to kill her and her mother. And she says they they um okay, what did she how did she say? They were he was he busted through the door and she and her mother had to jump from the second floor window and run to get away from him. I was so like that hurt me so bad. I was I was crying with this girl. It was so sad. But she told me other stuff too, but that really messed with my mind. Um more about her later. So the next day, my dad is taking me home and I said, "Are you going to get her some counseling?" And he was like, "Counseling for what?" And I said, for what she went through with her dad. And he was like, what did she tell you? And I said, well, she told me her dad tried to kill her and um, her mom. And that they had to jump from a second story window. And they had to, like, flee, run, and come to Fort Wayne. And they're hiding from him. And he was like... Okay, so she has a mental issue, and um, we know that she has she's mentally unstable. Um, we're gonna get her some help, and that did not happen. <laughs> I was like, what? He was like, no, she she's lied like this before, so don't it's, it's not true. He said, next time, if she says something else to you, um, check with me before you believe her. Okay, bet. So he took me home. Girl, I mean, man, I ain't go back over there for, um, how old was I? I think it was another year that I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. And he... um, Again, he would call a few times, and then after a while, he would just stop calling. Um, I don't know. That relationship is it's a weird. And now, I mean, we are good now, although I haven't called him in a while. <sighs> it's The parent-child dynamic is so fucked up. It really is. Even in my own, with my own children. Like that whole dynamic, if you really did not plan to have children, if you really did not think this shit through, don't do that. Don't do that. You are putting uh, um, a lot of, you're, you're damaging people. Like you damaging your kids when you are not ready to have kids. You haven't thought it out. You haven't got sought wise counsel. Instead of talking to your little bald head friends, you need to, like, having kids, man. Okay, so first of all, how are you going to have kids when you're not even emotionally mature yourself? You're not financially stable. 
You don't know who you are. You don't know anything about the world. Yeah, you finna bring another human being into this world. What can you teach them? Um, I don't mean ABCs and one, two, threes. I mean, can you teach them how to be emotionally competent? Can you teach them how to be um, mature, uh, how to love themselves, how to, um, you know, just be the best version of themselves? It's such a hard task. It's such a just thankless job and 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 it's the most important job but it's probably the one that has the least amount of um requirements you don't need any job experience you ain't gotta go to college you ain't gotta do no training nothing just fuck that's it and you get a kid and now you're supposed to raise this kid oh god I feel like motherhood slapped me in the face. It did not come on me um, gently. And I did not realize it. I swear to God, I was living in um, La La Land. The, from, I don't even, like, I didn't even think how motherhood is going to change my life. It wasn't even a thought. I didn't even think that shit. I, Okay, I am 20. I have only been, quote, unquote, an adult, which I wasn't really, mind you, at 20. I was not an adult. Um, but I have only been able to vote for two years. And here I am about to have a baby. Um, excuse you? <laughs> Why did I think that was smart? God, that was horrible. A horrible, horrible, horrible decision. And I, I, okay, so I'm learning to take responsibility and be accountable for my life and the way it's turned out. I think I'm going to call this podcast, um, I wanted to say bored wife or just bored to death or just, um, there's a bored AF, but I don't know what I'm going to call this. Um, middle age bored wife I don't know shit um but yeah having children dropped on you like that Mm-mm. and I okay so my my children thank god because this has been a traumatic 33 years for me like I feel like I have been oh <sighs> I don't know what I've been. I disappointed, unhappy, miserable. <laughs> Those words come to mind. <laughs> Immediate words come to mind. Yeah, and that's it. Disappointed, disappointed, unhappy, and miserable. Maybe that's what I'll name the podcast. But that's where I've been for the past 33 years. No joy. No real joy. Mm, don't feel sad for me because I'm getting to the I'm getting back to well I don't even know back because I wasn't I don't know who I was I wasn't fully developed the human brain doesn't fully develop that frontal lobe doesn't fully develop until age 26 man by then I had two kids (laughs) yeah 
by the time my brain fully developed, I had two children. <laughs> what? No, baby. That's the wrong move. Wrong move. And it doesn't matter how much money you have. My daughter was over here today, her and her roommate, and she was talking about NBA young boy. I said, mm, he has too many shit. My daughter is, um, she's 22. She's living her best life, okay? But my daughter, way, 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 way. I love how she's um, living life on her own terms. She does. She's sexually active, but she's selective in what she tells me about her sex life. Um, but it's like I can almost, I can tell when she's messing with somebody. Her whole demeanor changes. And I told her, I'm like, you think you like your roommate and those other girls that you know, some other girls that you know, and you can just have sex with somebody and and be cool with it, like... And I said, you're not that girl. And I know you're trying to be. I know you want to be. But you and I both know you're not. And she just looked at me. She was like, yeah, I know. She was like, I, I don't want to be like that. I want to be, I like the way I am. She's secure in herself. But she does not know how to pick a good dude. But shit, fuck, neither do I. Who does? Sometimes you just happen to luck up on a good one. Shit. Don't even. And, and, and just because he good, just because he pays the bills, just because he doesn't cheat, just because he does not um, um, hit you or manipulate you or emotionally abuse you. Shit, that is not fucking good enough. I need more than that. I need my mind stimulated. That's what I really need. You do that and pay the bills. Because <laughs> let's be real. And keep your fucking hands off of me. And um, what else did I say? Pay the bills. Uh, and don't cheat. Don't be out here dicking down bitches. Um, and then stimulate my mind, please, sir. That's what we want. That's what I want. Um, I feel like if my mind is stimulated, that is, that helps me fall in love with someone faster than, uh, sex. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, easily, because I've done both. I've had bomb ass sex. My not with my husband. I mean, I have I've had good sex with my husband, decent sex with my husband. It's okay sex with my husband, but I have. Oh my god, the first. Oh god, that first. Oh lord, my very first dude. Okay, so. I realize now, which I mean, I've realized for about um, how old am I? I realized maybe when I was 30, so that's about 20 years ago, that a lot of women, myself included, a lot of us were raped our first time. 
even if it's with a boyfriend <laughs> or a friend that you know like a lot like okay so out of my good friends my friend people girls I, out of all the girls I've known since I was not all of them not I'm not gonna say all of them but since I was age um because how old was I when, uh 16 since I was age 16 no 15 I was 15 when I was raped by my ex-boyfriend um but then I my my one of my best friends she told me this was after she had her baby um she told me the first time she had sex with her her first boyfriend she was raped too and then I asked another good friend because I was like, wow, well, she's been with, you know, her and her boyfriend were together two years. My One of my best friends, the one that was raped by her boyfriend, sh- they were together two years. Me and my boyfriend were together two years. The girl who lived across the street from me, who she, mm, she was okay. She and her boyfriend were together for like four years and they had a baby. She tells me she was raped by him the first time. And one time I was just like, huh, I wonder how often that really happens. Like, yes, maybe you messing around with your boyfriend. He's kissing on your neck and sucking your titties. And I hate the word titties, sucking your boobs. Um, and, you know, it's getting hot and heavy. You rubbing him and all that. You, in a girl's mind, <laughs> we're doing all this, but I don't want your penis inside me. That's not what I want. I want the foreplay. You want the sex. And because you are stronger than me, you just take it. At 15, I did not know to beware of the male urge when it comes to sex. I did not know that. That I I had no idea. And I think a lot of us women are embarrassed and ashamed that we were raped. And so we don't tell our daughters. We don't tell the, the other women in our lives that I had sex the first time, but I, like I lost my virginity. Yes, but my hands were tied. Like he held my hands down. He laid on top of me and would not get up. You know, he was that I think that in 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 some cases, that's how we lose our virginity by being held down. It's in the movies, fucking Hollywood, they make us think we're going to lose our virginity like the girl in Bridgerton. That doesn't usually happen. It doesn't. Not not where, not in my case and a lot of my friends' cases. I have one lady I know who we had gotten pretty close and somehow we started talking about um, our kids because she had four kids. I had four kids. They went to school together. And she said um, she was raped. I don't even know how we got on that topic. And she said, I was raped by 
a childhood friend. Like we were best friends. Our parents were best friends. And our parents used to kid all the time and say that he and I were going to get married. And like our family's vacation together, we were just, you know, it was just all good. And she said we were at, um, I forget if it was his house or her house. And one of them had a pool. You know, them white white people love them some backyard pools, honey. Um, So they were at somebody's house and... They had a pool in their backyard. Well, she didn't bring um, clothes to go swimming. And she ended up, somebody ended up pushing her in a pool or whatever. And she was like, I wasn't mad about people pushing me in a pool. We do that to each other. That's just how we do. But um, she said, I went upstairs to his room, which she said it was nothing for her to go to his room. Went to his room to um, change clothes, take a shower, And, you know, he was, he said he had, he would give me some of his shorts and a t-shirt. And she says she got out of the shower. He came out, he was in the room naked. And she said her parents were downstairs at the swimming pool. His parents were downstairs at the swimming pool. And he raped her in that room. And she said she could not believe that somebody she looked at as a brother, as a family member, would violate her like that. She says, I just could not. And and for him to do that with our parents right downstairs. And, like, he shamed her into, um, he told her, yeah, it was, it was consensual. He kept insisting. No, you came to my room and you took a shower and you were naked and you came out of the bathroom and you wanted it as much as I did. So if you say I raped you, I'm going to say, no, you were in my room and you were naked and and we had. So it and she knew it would break up the family's friendship. And so she said she kept her mouth shut did not tell anybody but you know that's what happens that's that's what happens with us with women and so I don't even know where I was going with that whole scenario but I just want to introduce myself a little bit I listen to these podcasts I listen to a lot of podcasts um because I'm bored as fuck. I'm a bored housewife. Um, and so, listen to my dog. I think he just fell down the stairs. I don't even know how he got up the stairs. He has hip dysplasia. I don't even know how he is managing to, to climb the stairs. He couldn't climb them before. But now that my son had moved home, his little ass done figured out how to climb. Get down. Get down. Oh. So anyway, um, yeah, I just want to introduce you to me. I, um, yeah, I'm 50, 51, 51 married mother of four grandchildren. I have three, um, 
probably won't see them this weekend because as I mentioned briefly, my granddaughter, or not granddaughter, my um, daughter-in-law is tripping. She and my daughter, 26-year-old daughter, got into it over, um, what did they get into it? Oh, my daughter told her, hey, you know, I don't even feel like I'm an aunt to your kids because I feel like everything I do is supervised. Like y'all only allow supervised visits, which is true. My daughter-in-law and my son don't allow their children to leave the house, which it's weird. Um, my daughter-in-law claims she has depression and OCD, which she probably does have OCD because their house is spotless. When I tell you how nice their house is, oh my gosh, it's it's gorgeous. So, and it's spotless, but it's at the expense of the kids. Like you can have a spotless home, but if your children are not thriving, that's a problem. So we've talked, we've had those talks before and things have happened in the family and we've fallen out a few times. Well, here we go. Falling out again. Um, my daughter-in-law, she's adopted. She is biracial. She's black with something. We don't know what black with something. And she was adopted by a, a white family, um, older white couple. I think the mother was in her 40s when they adopted the first little girl, which wasn't my daughter-in-law. It was her sister. <clears throat> and then the their dad was, mm, he was probably in his 50s. So they adopted these two little girls. They weren't siblings. They adopted them. And um, yeah, it just, uh, I don't know. It made my daughter-in-law very insecure because she's adopted. So she says that she's depressed because of that. That's what she traces her depression to and her OCD and all that other shit. But my... um. Yeah, so she's raising, she's very, very possessive of my grandchildren. My grandson is four, and we have taken the taken him and the, his sisters on an outing, well, his one sister, on an outing once. And then one time she did bring him to our house. Oh, I'm lying. I take that back. So we have to, when we watch them, we have to watch them at their house. Okay. Um, and one time, the very first time we watched him, we had to go to her mom's house because she was staying with her mom. My son had messed up. And so she had to fly home and she was staying with her mom. And she, her mom has something to do or no, her mom goes to bed at like eight o'clock. Remember I told you she's older. So she goes to bed at like eight o'clock. And so the um, wedding that my daughter-in-law was in was like a night wedding. So she wasn't going to be home until late. So she asked me and my husband go over and sit with the baby. Of course we would do that. So we go over and said, now, mind you, he's still nursing. So she says, well, can you guys bring him to the event? 
so that I can nurse him. Okay, yeah, we can. Okay, so you have to bring him twice because I um will probably be gone for about five hours and he eats every two and a half hours. Okay, fine, we got it. So we take him to the wet. No, what am I saying? Yeah, no, this is a bridal shower. We take him to the bridal shop. No, the what do you call that when they go out and party with their friends before they um get married? Um, it's not the bridal shower. It's the um bachelorette party. So for the bachelorette party, she's out with her friends, so we babysit for five hours. We took him to her and stuff and let her nurse him, and then we come back home. And um, then the next time was for the wedding. That's the next time we had him. And we took um, him to her at the wedding. And then she had to go get her hair done or something. And so she brought him to our house. For us to watch, but it was she brought him during his nap time, so he slept the whole time. Um, and then we took them to buy some shoes, which I found the shoes in the closet just recently. She never let the kids wear them. Uh, uh, oof, <sighs> it's a whole lot, man, and that's why I started this podcast. Because if I don't get this bullshit out of me, I'm going to go stir crazy. And I cannot talk to my husband. I just can't. We don't have, like I said, we ain't got shit in common. I don't like him. He don't like me. We together for the kids. We still together for the kids. They grown. And we still together for these kids. But my 26-year-old daughter, she's like, Mom, you really need to move on. And, And Dad, you need to go. Y'all need to end it. Um, so my 22-year-old daughter, she, like I told you, she be she's my free spirit. She's a Pisces. This girl decided one day she wants to be a stripper. So she at the strip club. I'm panicking. I'm looking at her location. I'm like, where is she? And so I call my son and my daughter-in-law. I'm like, what is this place? My son says, oh, that's strip club. I said, okay, I'm going to get her. So I was, I told my husband, her dad, Tessa's at the strip club. He didn't say shit. I said, Tessa's at the strip club dancing. I'm going to get her. He says, do you need me to go with you? (sighs) Y'all, when he said that, desert, desert, pussy dried up immediately, desert, so I said, no, I got it. So I'm driving. I'm going to go up to the strip club. I was like, okay, I'm going to go in here. I'm going to go in here. Mind you, the city we live in is a hick-ass, hillbilly-ass town, okay? Um, My daughter, black daughter, up there shaking ass for white kids, white boys, white men. 
I couldn't see her. It's dark in there. I need glasses. I need to go get them. But um, I could not see her. So I just walked in and I was like, um, hi, how much is it to get in? 